Hello, listeners. It's time for another episode of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille. Hey, Tennille, how are you today? I am good. Good. Me too. Girl, I have a topic we got to talk about today. All right, let's do it. I don't know about you, but in the last month or two, my social media pages and news clips that I read and, and, and see have been flooded with people talking about a coin shortage and that cash is going away. I heard about that, that no longer going to be able to use cash to do anything. And that scares me because I like my money. I, I'm with you. I do too. I think we all appreciate our money. <laughs> but it really has made me uh, like wonder, is this really true? You know, like where where is this information coming from? Hmm. <laughs> You know, but I found um, an article by National Public Radio that was released back in June, and it had a really good title. Okay. It said, the latest pandemic shortage, coins are the new toilet paper. Wow. <laughs> now, toilet paper was pretty hard to find. I can still find coins easier than I can toilet paper. I'm with you. But have you been in any stores where they have like a, a sign or something yes. that says, you know, either use exact change or please pay with check or credit cards? Or yes, I have been seeing that. And I've been wondering what was going on with that. Yes. So, you know, I get to wondering things and I, I have to find out what's true and what's not. <laughs> so I reached out to um, our state specialist for um, financial programs. Need and he put me in touch with a lady that works at the Federal Reserve out of Nashville. Ooh, we got some personal and, connections going on here. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but she sent me a lot of information uh, that was really helpful in me comprehending what was going on. And, and and according to the Federal Reserve, there is currently a shortage of coins. And in some of the information she sent me, she it, um, they quoted our Federal Reserve Chair. Jerome Powell, and he, he said, and I quote, we're working with the Mint to increase supply, and we're working with the reserve banks to get that supply where it needs to be, and we think it's a temporary situation. How temporary, did he say? No. <laughs> we should have had him on the podcast today so we could find out. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> but, I, 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 you know, me and my my inquisitive mind i investigated a little farther and there's several reasons why we do have um a disruption in in coins right now basically back when all this started back in the spring the u.s mint did what most other places did they did not have as many employees at work every day so that in turn uh allowed for fewer coins to be produced like new coins Okay, so we weren't getting the new coins in circulation because they were trying to keep their staff safe. Right, which makes Understandable, sense. yes. Right, and, and another issue, though, as with many pandemic shortages, like we've talked about with the toilet paper and Lysol and everything else, yeah. um, it's, it comes down to distribution. Mm -hmm. You know, there was less being made, and then the distribution time was slowed down because, again, fewer workers you know, getting this stuff out. Right, right. And think about this, too. I know locally some of our bank lobbies still have not opened. You have to make an appointment. A lot of people 
take their extra coins to the bank. That's what we do. We keep a big jar and a couple times a year, I'll just take it to the bank and they'll call me and, and, you know, give me cash for my coins. I haven't done that this year. Now, do you roll them? Do people still roll coins? I know people that do. Yeah. And I know those are not, uh, you cannot send those uh, from the outside, the drive through. I've always seen signs that said rolled coins must be brought inside the bank. And like you mentioned, if so many banks are still closed, the lobby part, you know, people aren't going to make an appointment to bring the rolled coins in. They probably just stack them in a corner somewhere and say, I'll take them when the pandemic's over. (laughs) So people are probably like holding on to the coins waiting (laughs) to take them. Well, no, that makes perfect sense. Because if you don't have access to your bank lobby, that's not a top priority to go catch your coins in. <laughs> and also, you know, a lot of businesses um, were closed for a long time. So everybody's money stayed at home with them. You know, you can't yeah. make online purchases with cash or coins. Right. <laughs> so there was less put in distribution. Another interesting thing I found, you know, the coin kiosk uh-huh. that are in a lot of stores. Well, they have seen much reduced foot traffic because the locations they were in either have been closed or less people are out. Well, well, yeah, I think about the ones I'm familiar with in my area are usually inside grocery stores where people can pour the coins in and get the cash okay. in. You know, you're already trying to stay out of the grocery store as much as possible to reduce your possible exposure to the virus. So going to the store just so I can pour my coins in, that's going to probably rank up there with, you know, trying to make an appointment at the bank to turn my coins in. So that's just something that can wait for most people. They've got other things on their minds. Right. So, you know, put all those factors in with the fact that the U.S. Mint lowered their um, employees, it all it, it makes more sense. Yeah. You know, it's not that there's a shortage of coins per se. There's just a disruption in the distribution of them right now. Yeah, I get that because that was the reply about the toilet paper. Toilet paper's not gone. It wasn't gone away. There was just, um, there were issues in getting it distributed to the stores so they could distribute it to us. Right. So it's the same kind of principle with this. So, you know, coins, we're, we're gonna, they're gonna, they're already in the process of being more readily available because more places are opening up, more people are shopping in person now um and according to coinstar which is one of the largest coin sorting kiosks around the country they report that more people are turning in change as more you know stay-at-home orders are lifted so they are seeing more business right now where they're sick of looking at all these dimes and nickels and pennies stacked up in the corner they're ready to get rid of them it's time to get rid of it so you can get some (laughs) some folding money as they call it that's right well that's a great segue because cash is what i want to talk about next i like talking about cash so no argument (laughs) for me i know but so many people think we're headed towards a cashless society and they are panicking I asked the the Fed, the my contact at the Fed about this, and she sent me several articles. And and to be quite honest, yes, people are using less cash right now um, because more people are opting for non cash payments. And we can you know, see why. We can see why. I mean, the virus. You know, people are trying to keep from exchanging 
you know, cash with people. People are using no contact payments as much as they can, uh, even for food deliveries and for takeout food and for groceries and things like that. Well, it's just easier, you know, for a lot of people. So, Mm -hmm. yes, this is true. More more people are using um, basically plastic (laughs) than cash. And an interesting study done um, in 2019 by the Federal Reserve, they did a payment study to see, you know, how people were being paid. In 2015, so just five years ago, okay, mm-hmm. um, non-cash payments totaled $30.6 billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Well, jump forward to 2018, it jumped from $30.6 billion to $174.2 billion. Ooh being paid by non-cash options i wonder what that number is going to look like for 2020 oh it'll be through the roof it will it's going to be much higher than that because you know of the reasons we've talked about right wow that will be an interesting study when that comes out but i want to i want to bring back home is cash going away um many articles are out there by research-based groups nonprofit groups Mm -hmm people we can you know trust Uh that research this they still say cash is king i do too i agree with them (laughs) (laughs) yes and this was interesting cash is actually according to the brookings institute cash is the most frequent means of payment for all your transactions under 25 dollars Huh. Well, I mean, I carry cash. A couple of years ago, I decided to try to use more cash and use uh, my card fewer times. And my reasoning had everything to do with the fact that I'm more conservative with my spending when I spend cash. I I don't know. I'm I'm stingy Mm -hmm. with my cash, but with my card, I'm a lot more careless to swipe it without thinking about how much I'm spending. Well, it's a different process to like let go of your actual physical money yeah so so i'm one of those people that that carries cash and i pay for yeah. a lot of my transactions you know using cash still we we try to as well um mm-hmm. you know because like you say it's just easier to make those spending decisions yeah and and the same article I read said that there is still a very high public demand for low dollar notes, like ones, fives, tens, twenties. And actually, this last decade, the um, the need for that, the demand for that, has actually gone up. Huh. So it's very interesting. Wow, it is. <laughs> so you carry cash. Yes. I try to carry cash. But do you know what two age groups are most likely to have cash on them? I'm not talking about my age. Well, I'm not going to say what category we're in. Okay. But I think one, most people would automatically think, you know, 65 and older, you're boomers. You're I'm boomers. not in that category, but I can I totally understand. But we, you know, we, they are typically going to have cash. And strangely enough, this shocked me. The millennials, 30 and under, are more likely to have cash than use card. Okay, I'm closer to that category. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. I know. The ones That's below 30? Now, I would think they were the ones that would be just swiping the card everywhere and wouldn't have any cash. Well, right. And uh, there's so many apps that you can get on your phone to do, yeah. you know, deal with the money. But actually, that age group carries more cash than our, our, our age group. 
<laughs> I told you which age group I was in. <laughs> so, so bottom line, um, the bottom line is that cash is still valuable and needed. It's not going away. We, but we are using it less because it's you know easier for most people to do card payment or phone payment. But cash is not going away, and the coin, coin, excuse me, shortage is going to work itself out. Just like the toilet paper did. So it's not a cashless society that we will be in by 2021. I didn't get that from anything that I read. No. <laughs> well, I've read plenty of stuff. It wasn't necessarily research, but plenty of social media posts that say that we'll be cashless by 2021. So we'll see what happens. But I think we will uh, rely on the research-based information. Um, this is interesting because the more we can learn about our money and what the trends are, I just think that's the kind of stuff people want to know. That's right. Yes. We, you, you know, you need to look at your sources and make sure that you are getting them from credible places. So, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you all yeah. for listening to this episode of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille. And in the words of Bob Marley, now I know he liked to carry cash. He would not have been <laughs> in favor of a cashless society. He would have wanted his dollar bills with him. But anyway, sure he, he would <laughs> remind us to live the life you love. I love the life you live. Bye. <laughs>